back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Peak Endurance Podcast with your host, Isabel Ross. As a personal trainer, accredited endurance coach, and now podcast host, Isabel is bringing you the best advice, tips, and tricks for your health and athletics. Having had raced all over the world, including participating in the notorious Barkley Marathons, she's now brought all of her knowledge and brought it back to you so you can now be an expert. So sit back, relax, and the knowledge you'll receive will have you off to the races. Welcome to the Peak Endurance Podcast, episode 138, is an interview with Nikki Wind, with this interview being done as we did an easy run before her upcoming Coast to Cozy race. This is a short episode, but I hope you enjoyed in this different format of being conducted on the run. Go over to YouTube to check out the rather wobbly video version. I do have a gimbal, but it doesn't work with Zoom, which is what I recorded on. So I'm going to have to work it all out a bit better as it was fun to do it this way. And I'd like to do this style again. Please, could you let me know if you enjoyed it too? Um, And then I will make an effort to do that sort of thing again. And just in general, if you enjoy this podcast, why don't you do me a favour and go on over to... Apple Podcasts and write me a review and subscribe too. That would be so awesome. Thank you so much. The link is in the show notes. Do you want to know all about ultra running and racing and all the tips and tricks to have your best race possible? I'm currently finishing off creating a course that will give you all the info you need. Go to the Peak Endurance website, find the ultra running course registration of interest page and register your interest and I'll let you know when it's ready. If you do that now, you will get 15% off the price when it goes live. Enjoy this running chat with Nikki. So you like running, but you're feeling pain or irritation. You can't enjoy it like you once did. Or worse, your performance has taken a big hit. Now you're reminiscing on the good times where the wind blew past your ears. Nature looked lovely as you passed it. What are you waiting for? Go and visit a specialist at Health and High Performance. With the latest in technology and a wealth of experience, the team at Health and High Performance can help you with all your running injury and performance needs. Let's get you back to doing something you love with the results you're capable of. Head over to healthhp.com.au slash run, or you can find them on Instagram at Health High Performance. Health and High Performance are located in Mount Albert, Melbourne, but are available for telehealth appointments, not only Australia-wide, but also around the world. So contact them now on their website to find out more. Hey, it's Tom Day here, back with some more thoughts. And um, after the back of a few races I've had recently, I've had a few people ask me about uh, how you keep going when you're hurting during an ultra or struggling and what do what, what you use as that motivation to keep pushing through the pain and to not give up. And I've never really thought about it properly. I never actually had a think. Um, but I think a big thing for me, which you know might help people, especially for long ultras like 100 miles plus or even 100Ks plus, really any ultra, but anytime you're out there, a long time, but long ones especially. And it's really just keeping the forward momentum when you're running and, and or walking or hiking and keeping it um, purposeful and really being on and moving with purpose. Um, I find a lot of the people that start to slow down and walk and dawdle and stop and sit um, or just, you know, to give themselves a quick break and not, not keeping alert. Um, they're the ones that tend to usually drop out or let the, you know, bad emotions uh, 
you know, beat them at the end of the day. And I think the thing with me is I'm always moving forward. I'm always moving with purpose. I'm thinking ahead. Um, you know, whether I'm eating, I'm walking in and eating. You know, if I'm changing my shoes or whatever I'm doing, it's what's next, what's next. And it's stressful and it's, um, it's and it, it's taxing when you're doing the event. But I think it's actually a big thing that allows me to keep going. And it is mentally draining. But again, I really think it is that forward momentum and just thinking what's next, keep moving, you know, and moving with purpose, even when you're hiking, even at slow parts when you're going up steep parts, you know, if you're in the mountains for a mountain ultra. Um, those steep parts, again, moving with purpose and not pausing and just thinking about moving forward. I think for me, that's a big thing. So just keeping that momentum rolling. Um, Anyway, that's just some thoughts that I wanted to share after a few of the races I've done recently um, that have made me think about the, that question that I've been asked. Okay, hello and welcome to the Peak Endurance Podcast. Here I am with Nikki. Hello. <laughs> so, Nikki, tell us, how is your, um, this is, you know, this is Monday. And Coast to Cozzy starts on Friday. Yeah, so um, excited. I feel like it's been so long since we've raced and I feel like I've just been training, training, training. So it's actually nice to finally feel like putting that training to good use. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this was kind of a bit of a last minute decision. I mean, not like the week before, but... Um, you only entered this not that long ago. Yeah, so originally um, I had entered Alpine Challenge. So that sort of just trying to maybe thinking about doing something different, doing some trails. I've done a lot of track and road races and I just sort of thought um, maybe time to try something different. And then when um, Alpine was cancelled oh, a couple of months ago and I just felt like I'd done such a good block of training there would be a shame to waste it yeah to waste and not be able to race so I actually you know because C2K had opened that announced their entrance um so I then was sort of disappointed go god now I've missed that boat of C2K um and then sort of from talking to a few fellow runners you know they told me that a few people had declined their entry. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think just because of the borders and the uncertainty. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. And I'm pretty sure in, in Queensland, you still can't travel uh, into yes. South Wales. So yep. those people obviously pulled out. So I thought, well, you know what, I can only contact the race directors, see if I can get a late entry. And um, yeah, I was pretty wrapped when um yeah they called greg wallace called and said i was in the race that is awesome so good and um what originally made you decide to do alpine anyway because you are these days more known as a track and road runner well, what were you thinking woman i know what was i thinking <laughs> i don't know i just felt like you know i've done heart to heart earlier this year and i really actually do enjoy the hills I enjoy well, you were originally a trail runner when I first met you yeah and I just think you know what just do something different and I felt like I've done so much track races and um road stuff and I just thought it'd be nice to do something different, yeah, do something different, different training yeah like I do love 
like the hike in the hills and oh he doesn't have a good hike <laughs> yeah so that was why i sort of thought i'd you know maybe have a go at alpine and i'd never done it before so yeah and um training in the hills and that is really good for strength and all that good stuff yeah, yeah exactly and just to mix up my training just so do you think that training you did for alpine will be of benefit um yeah look i do like obviously coast across is predominantly road yeah but there are some you know good hills in there i think you know if you're a strong walker and biker and you know we're running 240 k's you're not running the whole way so no. if you're oh, really <laughs> as much as i want to yeah so i think you know as long as you're a strong walker which you are you're a really fast walker yeah so and and you know i did do even more training once i got into coast to cozy up and down basin alinda road yeah that's a good one up mount donna just to be even you know i suppose a little bit stronger in my hiking yeah yeah and um i mean we're running now the sun's shining it's glorious we were yeah. just talking just before I started recording. How's the weather looking? Oh. Well, everybody knows me knows I love the heat and yes. I love the hot, hot weather. So I've been keeping an eye on the forecast in Eden where the race starts yep. on the beach. And, you know, like every day I get up and check it and I think it's gone from, you know, 17 degrees, sort of one to five mil of rain to 10 to 20 mil oh. rain. And what temperature? It's still about 17. So, yeah, that's going to be... 17, uh, I normally like to say, is a great <laughs> temperature for running, but not when it's raining. You know what? The way I look at it, I can't control it. No. Nah. control. Yep. I've got, um, you know, just going to have to take this to gear. Hopefully, it's not too Horrible. cold. And, yeah, yeah. I've got to go. Like, the issue for me is when I get cold, I struggle. Yep. So and you don't want to get that cold in your bones. Yeah, so as long as, you know, I keep warm, keep dry, um, I sort of go, I can't do much about it, sadly. No, for those who don't know, I am helping. I'm part of a crew for Nikki and I'll be pacing her. Yep. Um, talk to us about what you need from a crew and a pacer. Okay, so I've got three lovely ladies on my crew this year, you know. All oh, female crew. Which I thought, I don't know, just um, three really sort of good close friends that know me really well. Um, Nicole, Cara and Izzy here. Yep. So, you know, my girlfriend Cara and I have been friends over 20 years. She can't run at all, but very organised, very meticulous. And so, yeah. she's, got, she's got that role of being organised being the driver when during the night and that yep and just making sure like we're just running smoothly things are running smoothly yep. and then you know you need your runners and your paces so we can have a pacer from 8 30 friday night okay um, and i think too like i know when i've done this before you so look forward to that 8 30. Yeah. just to have company someone to talk to so what time do you start on a friday 5 30. so you've been you know over 12 hours yeah on your own yeah so and there's actually you know i like to try and 
break my race down into small, you know, sort of parts. So I go, that is a really significant get to 8.30 at night. It's exciting. Yeah. I run with you. You look forward to it. It's company. You know, if you're feeling flat, even having your runner, like I feel you girls know me so well yep. that, you know, maybe even going back and saying, oh, you know, I think might be in a bit of a flat patch. Come on, what are we going to do to, you know, lift the mood or, yeah. you know, she's not eating or drinking. Like I think then it gives you that person who's actually keeping a close eye on you, who knows you. So what so should well. we do or what should I do, for instance, if you're not eating or drinking? You know, too, that's where I go, go back to the crew chief and go, come on, girls, we need to be making sure she's eating and drinking. And whether that's basically force feeding mentality, you know, <laughs> have an eat for three hours. Eat. Eat. you got to get eat, something, you know. Yeah. Bringing out, like, do you want to try this? Do you want to try that? And, you know, I'm hoping, like I said to you, we've chatted earlier, um, I don't, I'm not going into it with a nutrition strategy. Yeah. I'm really going to just eat on feel. Yep. Um, and I think for something of that distance, that is the strategy. Yeah. And, you know, like we discussed during, we spent hours and hours. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, many hours. Yeah. And I said, you know, every time I've had a strict, you know, sort of nutrition strategy, it ends up going out the window. Yep. And I do know in training when I do my long runs, I eat and drink on field. Yes. So, so why should a race be any different? Exactly. And I think that's sometimes the mistake I've made before. It's like, I've got to be having X amount of yeah. crowd. I'm like, I never do that in training. Yeah. And I just end up overloading my stomach. Gut, yep. Yeah. So, you know, that's my plan. Obviously, and so do you drink just water or electrolytes? I drink a mix of get water, electrolyte. Um, like I, like maybe a, a Gatorade. Yep. A bit of oil. You don't find that too sweet? Uh, no, look, I just try to rotate yeah. through. I wouldn't drink it all the time, but yeah. like I don't have a tail. Just so you don't get flavour fatigue. Yeah, like I, I'm not someone who has a tailwind or, you know, like just their nutrition in the form of a liquid. So, yeah, yeah. You know, like I want to try and gel and yep. just sort of go with right it up. Yeah, exactly. And um what's I know you said you're not gonna run the whole way. So what's your pacing strategy? Uh, you know every hill I plan to walk. So yep. every hill that's a little even an up line will be a walk I have in training a child a lot running a K and then just a little walk break. And it's not a structured, yep. I'm gonna walk 200 meters. It's like I stop, walk past, pick a point and just go, I'm gonna walk to that So point. you pick a point rather than, I feel ready to run again. Yeah, yeah. So I tend to just, and I think I know in my head, my body, you know, yep, yeah, that's further, that's far enough. Like that's yep. enough of a break. You kind of, your body, yeah. I think from my years of experience, of running for so you know so much, we kind of just know how our body feels yeah, and, and how it feel in a hundred meters. Yep. And you know what? I'm sure during the race, that walk's going to get longer and longer. <laughs> oh look, it's all about running this forward progress, really, isn't it? And, and I think too, you know, you can't run 240 past that nah. walk. So put that walk in early. 
yep, early and often, and and that way you'll still be running parts at the end. And, and yeah, and I think too, it just helps even mentally. Just give something to look forward to. The K's seem to tick over a bit quicker. Yeah, when you're measuring something and going, yeah. yep. Exactly. I know in my run when you were running with me, that's how that felt. Yeah, and even you know, like obviously chatting to my crew and saying. You know, I expect you guys to push me, like, because sometimes it's like, I don't want to run. Yeah. Like, no, nah, you have to run to that point and then you can have a walk. So yeah. all those little things do make a difference. And um, that's something I wanted to touch on. Like when we had our crew meeting the other night, yep. um, you talked about how you like tough love. <laughs> and I like... <laughs> Love, <laughs> you know, people to be nice to me, but you're happy for people to go, Nikki, come on, get your shit together. Yeah, like I find, I suppose we all respond differently. It's knowing what works. Yeah. Um, it's knowing, like, I'm not offended, and I go, <laughs> I think I respond better. If, um, you know, like, someone said to me, you know, suck it up, stop slipping, you're here to run, get your ass out there. Like, yeah, I mean, I suppose that wouldn't bother me, but. Um, I don't know. I just find like sometimes, you know, like it's not easy. No. Um, you know, we're all in the same boat. And I think sometimes you need that reality check of, you know, you came here knowing it's going to be hard. That's it. We're not going to sit by the road for half an hour or you, you know. So, so when you say, because you're on another thing that you said was, you want it to be fun. Yeah. No, you just said, <laughs> you know, it's going to be hard. <laughs> How in the hell is that fun? Okay, so for me, I go, you know, you, Nicole and Cara, giving up your time, taking time off work, coming away with me. I thought we were just having a girls weekend. Well, girls weekend. Champagne. With a little run thrown <laughs> in. <sighs> okay. But, you know, like I go, I want you guys to actually enjoy the experience. I want you to have fun. And I know if I see you laughing. Yeah, you feed off of that. Yeah, yeah, like I do. <laughs> and I go, that motivates me because I go, I think you can make it fun. And then if I see you guys are enjoying being there, yeah, it does. Like it does motivate you because I want to get a good result for you guys. Yeah, yeah. Because I appreciate how much. And, and it's like that. You feel a bit, and I don't like the word obligated, but. A bit obligated when people have, was the same as me, given up their time. Yeah. Um, you want to do your best effort for them, not just for yourself, exactly. but to make it worth their while. Exactly. And that's why I go, so to me, I know, I don't take myself too seriously. And I go, I, as much as I want to have the race and, you know, get a good result, the main thing is I go, I want to see you guys enjoying it. You know, and just have a fun experience. Like when the weekend's over, you go. You can look back on it. Yeah, and, and go, that was awesome. Yeah. Like, that was so much fun. Such a great race. You might have painful moments, but the yeah. but the reflection will be positive. Yeah. Time and... Oh, I'm sure we'll have many fun stories. <laughs> oh, I'm sure we will. Many interesting stories. <laughs> and I will have my camera, folks. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, dear. Yes. Yeah, nice um, yeah. So... Oh, it's a little bit hard on this boy. I'm getting arm cramp. Um, Do you want to swap sides? Yeah, that's a good idea. 
That hand's gone numb. There you go. That's Radio. So. I'm going to get a cater going and then yeah. turn around. Um, actually, no, that feels weird. I don't like that. What do you do when you hit the hard moments? Like when you're suffering. People often ask me this. When you're suffering, um, how do you keep going? So, I, like, you know, sometimes just put my music in. Yep. Find a really good song. Um, just try and get lost in that. The other yep. thing I do is, you know, think about Dan, like my son. I go Aww. think yep. about him. You know, try and think about people that motivate and inspire me and, yep. you know, like other races. And and I also know as much as yeah, you're going to have flat patches, you also work through them and you'll come through them. And I well, I remember when I was doing my run. You know, and I was suffering, and you were saying, "You will come good." Yeah, and I know you didn't believe me, but you did. Yeah, but I only had like twenty k to go. Well, <laughs> yes, yeah, that's true. I think you have to have faith in that. Have faith, back yourself in. Know you've done the training. Believe in yourself. And sometimes it might just be, you know, just you've got to. Like even for me, it's like coffee and a, yeah. little, a reward of okay. You know, do another 10 case, give you a coffee. So little water. Do 10 case, Nikki, or no coffee for you. Yeah, little reward <laughs> incentives along the way. And also, too, everyone's, very rarely does everyone have a race where they're not suffering. And when you're talking about 240 case, exactly. there is going to be some suffering. Yeah. yeah. You know, even in a 10K, you suffer. Yeah, exactly. So just believing you will come through the other side. Yeah. And often you feel better. Like, it's surprising. It is amazing. Yeah, you know, I've had races where hammies are tight and have fun, <laughs> like at 50 k's, 150. Yeah. It's like everything's loosened up and feels great. And um, what about sleep deprivation? What do you do for that? That's probably one thing, touch wood, doesn't worry me. And, wow, it's and, such a big thing for me. And probably as well, like I think after doing like four or five 48 hours yeah we actually go through two nights not sleeping i go it's only one night so yeah true you know and, and i do believe after having that done a couple of times going two nights you, you start to get used to it mentally you're not as scared okay yeah, yeah but also exactly. physically your body adapts yeah why can i go i think yeah like it's never never been something that's worried me and i find while i'm moving I'm yeah okay. like yeah moving does help doesn't yeah, it while i'm moving and running i'm okay and, and two it's one night so i go what's one night what's one night exactly. yeah. young i'm sure we'd go out clubbing all night exactly. get through one night no problems <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah so can you give anyone any tips for when they're tackling their first like big distance like they might have done 100k going up to 100 mile they might have done 100 mile going to 200 whatever might have gone a marathon to 50. Yeah. how do we cope with that big jump because whatever distance it is it's a big jump yeah and we've never trained it yeah look, i think it's important to you know like especially with the long distance as if you knew find like a coach get a program yep. specific for you because obviously not not one size fits all so no and i also think too it comes down to lifestyle work yeah 
mum, dad, you know, like I was actually talking to someone yesterday who's actually going from well, road runner to trails. Yep. And even he said to me, I just can't walk the hills. Yeah, and getting used like, to not focusing on pace. And I said to him, I said, you need, he's yes. in the prom and I'm like, you need to be able to be a strong hiker. Yeah. And he goes, I just can't bring myself to do it. So, it's funny. so you know, I think it's good to have a good program that you can follow. And I really think if you do the training, as daunting as it is, maybe your first race, you go in there and go, I'm just going to finish it. Yeah. Regardless. And, of and I think that's the best way to do a long yeah. distance. And then you learn so much. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, you go into your next race and you know make the list of all those things you've learned and now can i ask in regards to what learning people sometimes think i've never dnf'd a race which yep. i have plenty yeah, have yeah. you ever dnf'd a race i've only dnf one race wow and that's amazing that was probably and i go i come back to i dnf because i was new to the sport yep uh, i really didn't have experience and i went Similar to what we're talking about. <laughs> too hard, too soon. Well, went from 100 days to 100 miles. Yep. And I went off course. <laughs> so you I, just wanted more cakes. <laughs> so I went about 10 days off course. And then, you ready to turn around? Turn around? Yeah. And then, because um, mentally in my head, I was thinking, oh my God. This has become 170 now, not 160. Yeah. So that I, just did you in? It just, yeah, did me in. And when I thought about it later, I was like, I had so much time. <laughs> of course. I could have gone back and got it, on track, reassessed. Yes. But that to me is lack of experience. Whereas yeah. now. Well, you probably weren't even sure if you could do 160, let alone 170. Exactly. And that's probably that lack of experience going, oh my God, I'm going from 100 yep. to 160. I'm not going to do 170, but the more you race and experience, the more, yeah. you know, it's just a mindset change. Whereas I know now if that happened, you're like, oh, well, whatever. whatever. So what would be the longest run you would do for 240Ks? Well, 200K training run, maybe? <laughs> no way. <laughs> I think the longest I did was 65. Yep. So Which I think... Yeah. Is more than enough because anything more you're just fatiguing yourself. Yeah. Oh, I agree. And what I did was every weekend, you know, because we're in lockdown, yeah. most of my runs were only sort of like 30, 35 Ks. And then when I got into Coast to I sort of went 40. Yeah. And then 45, 50. So, so you still built up slowly, even though you're yeah. experienced. Yep. I um <laughs> Every weekend, when I sort of got to about 45, I then added my pays yep. on my long run each, each week. week. But that was walk run, like yeah. walked all the hills, really just took it easy. And I looked at it as time on feet. Yep. Practice my walking. And did you running. do back to back runs? Uh, the only back to back runs I did, one weekend, I was going to do, I think, like 40, 40, 40. Yep. And then we had like really bad weather. Yeah. So I think I ended up doing like that, 30, 40. Nikki, you should have run the garden. I should, well, I did, but you I did. did 30. So I did 30, 40, 50. Yeah, that's still bloody decent. that was it. Yeah. As far as back to back. Yeah. Well, Nikki, we wish you all the best of luck. Thank you. I will be doing updates, of course. But, um, yeah, 
I'm have fun out there. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to having the girls yeah. on the crew. Like, I think it's going to be like a lot of fun. And I it's think. kind of a first, isn't it? Yeah, I think all girl crews are pretty cool. And I think everyone brings different strengths to the team. Yep. Which, you know, is going to be awesome. It will be. It's going to be lots of fun. I will post some Facebook Lives. Um, you know, that sort of thing. That's if she's not drinking too much champagne. Yeah, it depends how drunk I am. <laughs> we will have a whiteboard, so feel free to any motivational quotes yes, or please do. abusive messages. Tough love. Tough love. Um, send drinking competition, game ideas, <laughs> anything like that. Yeah. Um, yep. So we'll do that and then an interview afterwards, which may be a walk rather than a run. <laughs> Um, All right, thanks, Nikki. We'll be in the pub Sunday night. <laughs> yeah, good one. All right, bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're not following the podcast on Insta and Facebook, what are you doing with your life? You can also follow me. Just search for Isabel with an O. If you got value from this episode, I would love it if you could share it with a friend, either on social media or directly. If you do share it on socials, don't forget to tag me so I can thank you. Have a great week of running and training and have fun out there on the roads and trails.